In the gaming community, ignorantly based TV show offenses are considered especially heinous. On the internet, the dedicated journalists who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as Gamerhead Radio. This is their podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gamerhead Radio. I am Goat, running the front of the show this week because we've uh, started to mix it up, and I pulled the shortest straw. Consider yourselves mixed. <laughs> <laughs> and the maniacal man to my <laughs> left is the lovely and maniacal Technotronicor, Mr. Charlie Worsley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Hey, we're over 100. We're old. Yes, we're in the wonderful 101. <laughs> Hey, yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Show title. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Flynn, or Santiago, or John, or Fallon, or whatever we want to call him, is out playing Mr. F- Flynn, Fallon, John, or Santiago. A.K.A. Uh, Baby Daddy. Yes. at the uh, He's in the Floridas with way better weather than we have in Chicago, so we decided to drag one of the B-Squad in, Mr. Brian Lesser. Colonel, have you lost your mind? No. You've lost your balls. It's funny because Brian starts with B. <laughs> you're, you're the B squad. <laughs> that worked out so well. <laughs> oh, fucking kill me already. <laughs> I would like I would like to point out this is the first time ever that me and Brian have been in the same room because usually my fill in when I'm on the road uh-huh. and I'm usually not here. I'm not this is a whole new thing for me because I'm usually on the road, not someone else. So 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 what this means is now now in fairness, my st- not to brag, but my studio trickery could be good enough so that, you know, if, if, if the rumors that uh, Goat and Brian were the same person were true, that um, because they're never in the same place at the same time, um, it's possible that I could make it happen, you know, with the two different voices at the same time kind of a thing. Um, so you'll just, have, you'll just have to trust me when I say I'm not doing that. And, and they're really both here right now. And I think we should disprove his theory by both talking at the exact same time. Yeah, because, I agree. Yeah. How are we gonna? Oh, jeez. Ready? One, Red, one two, two, three. three. Ah. Oh. oh, wait. And uh, <laughs> de- debunk the other rumor. You have not been sucked into the black hole vortex, <laughs> so we're past that. Hooray! <laughs> there is no black hole vortex. <laughs> That's the Shamalama Ding Dong plot twist right there. <clears throat> if only, uh, if only that were true. Um, so uh, coming up in this week in releases on the seventeenth, because I have it ready this time. God darn it! Um, uh, on the seventeenth, we have Dead or Alive Five Last Round coming out for PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, <laughs> PS3, and Xbox 360, which Brian will apparently be picking up on every single platform he owns. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Qbert Reloaded coming out for PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. When did he unload? That's a different show. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Um, right. Rule 34. uh, The Sims 4 is uh, crossing into the orchard and coming out on the Mac because Apple, get it, joke. Um, (laughs) That was horrible. Is it the angry orchard? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And uh, Total War Attila. I almost said Atlanta. <laughs> Coming out on Windows. And then on the 20th, uh, American Truck Simulator. Coming out on Windows. Yes. Oh, God. 
Kirby and the Rainbow Curse coming out on Wii U. And The Order 1886 is finally coming out for PS4. I know there's a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of PS4 owners looking forward to that one. <clears throat> finally. Yeah. And um, also like to mention um, that uh, it's been announced that on December 21st, 2016, we will be seeing the release of the Assassin's Creed movie. So we have that to look forward to. Huzzah, I guess. I mean... I, so wait, hold on. Yeah. So here's my question, Charlie. Uh-huh. Are you going to wait till 2017 to see it? <laughs> I, I should. Yes. I should keep that going. Um, for um, just in case, um, just in case we have any uh, newer listeners here that uh, re- recently, I have a tradition, an, an, an unintentional tradition, where I play all the Assassin's Creed games when the next one comes out. Um, typically, so like, so, so like a year late. So that was the basis of goats jokes there because jokes are always funnier when you explain them um but <laughs> no 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 they're not sarcasm come on sarcasm king you didn't pick up on that <laughs> yeah i just wanted to, de- just to deflate your balloon okay all right fair enough so i'd also like to deflate the balloon that he was not ready with the new releases this has all been edited and just mashed together That's not, God, come on <laughs> once once you can't give me once <sighs> Brian, what have you been playing this last week? You know, funny you mentioned that because <clears throat> I think all the newer... You've been on the show before. How is that funny? We always mention it. <laughs> <laughs> and he derailed. <laughs> Damn, I can't think of anything like that. Anyways, Brian oh, got run over by the dick train. <laughs> toot toot, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want that as a ringtone. <laughs> In your profession, that'd be awkward. Shoot, shoot, motherfucker. Anyway... <laughs> Um, no, actually, what I did is I uh, checked out the PlayStation Plus games for PlayStation 4 for uh, the month of February. Awesome. So, there, so there's Apotheos, which uh, I got rid of that. Okay. What, so like, what, I, now, what kind of game is that? It's like side-scrolling action. Okay. Um, but like the art style is that of... Um, I'm trying to think of a good way, but like how like the art style is similar to a lot of the like the artwork you would find in like, like the ancient Greek like pottery. Okay. All right. Or the other, or the other types of um, kind of like, kind of well, like hieroglyphically looking kind of a thing. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> from what I've seen of it, not to interrupt you, but from what That's I've cool. seen of it, like in the videos, it plays and looks a lot like uh, Outland. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, I mean, I personally didn't care for it to be honest. So, oh well. Um, because of the game, or because of the Greeks. <clears throat> Yes, is the answer. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I just didn't care for the gameplay, really. Okay. Um, Rogue Legacy came out, so I played that. So that was fun. Um, I have yet to try out Transistor, so I, I might... I, I'm disappointed Transistor wasn't on PS3. Because <clears throat> I have a PS3 and I don't have a PS4 yet, so I, I'm not able to play it. Yeah. Like, so, anyway. I mean, I'm going to try out Transistor later this week. Hopefully try to stream it. Cool. But, um, I mean, I, I enjoyed Bastion when I played it, so I kind of have some high hopes for Transistor. Excellent. Anything else? Nope, that's all. Okay. Goat, how about you? Uh, that's a great question. That's a, a very, very good question. And I have an answer. Just give me a second while I snowball together. Okay. Well, you have a new toy. <laughs> huh? You have a new toy. Yes, yes. Uh, I got the new toy, the new thing, the Nintendo thing. I have the new 3DS. dun da 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 Yay. Oh. So I've been playing the new toy. Uh Picked up Pokemon Sapphire, which is technically an old game on the new toy, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, it's awesome. It's it's crispy. It's fun. Um, Charlie actually got to play with the new toy before the air, and I'm kind of interested what you thought on it. If if I had room in my 
it's pretty much anytime we've talked about mobile gaming, my answer has been the same and it remains the same and has only been reinforced. If I had a place in my, uh, in my schedule to, to be able to really play and, you know, and, and have a, have a dedicated handheld gaming system be worth it. I would absolutely pick that up because yeah, the, the screen is huge. Um, yeah, and, it's a you know, jumbotron. It's ridiculous. Yeah, in comparison <laughs> to the older ones, um, you know, the last um, DS variant that I owned was um, was a DS Lite, and so there's a world of difference between the two there. I'd like to point out with that, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I had the standard chassis 3DS, as you, everybody knows, or mm-hmm. I know, and you know, uh, the 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 chassis of my standard 3DS mm-hmm. fits into the bottom screen of my new 3DS itself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, no, the, the the screen was great. Um, the hardware was super responsive. Um, you know, as being the only person on this podcast right now who can see 3D, I can see it. The 3D is pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, you know, and um, you know, for the price of one ninety nine, if I'm correct, yes, yeah, um, uh, worth it. You know, if if you had the time to play yeah. it, I just I know that I would not play it, so I'm you know not going to pick it up unless like I'm not aware. It's entirely possible if some system seller came out, like if like if some exclusive like Mass Effect or Bioshock came out like mm-hmm. only on the new 3DS, well oh, then yeah. I'm screwed. <laughs> but um, but uh, until that happens, um, it will it will. I'll just um you know borrow yours yeah, whenever you yeah. come over. So <laughs> <laughs> you using that? Uh, no. Because <laughs> um, you know spinning around in space and shooting um you know little little helicopter orbs with like mine your faces on them. I mean that that's just fun for everybody. So um so yeah. Uh, so, uh, what, what games, uh, so I know you mentioned Pokemon, any mm-hmm. other, um, I picked up, uh, Gunman Clive 2. Nice. Continuing the, uh, the saga. Yeah. Yes. For a uh, dollar more. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so 399 would it be then? Or? Uh, 299. It was, it was okay. 199 for the original. Okay. Um, there's still more ducks in it. According to the trailer. <laughs> I haven't really, I kind of toyed around with it. It's the same old thing, but it's, it, it's, it's nice. It's oh. everything it was and a little bit more. Okay. So, but that's about it. I mean, just. Play with a new toy, and this isn't. This isn't. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Is this an Android game? I no. forget. No, this it's is. A, a, it's a eShop game. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, I couldn't remember what platform you were playing it on for the last time. So okay, yes, cool. yeah, on the old 3DS or thing or. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you're putting it to you. So that's good. yes. Um, that uh, so uh, still doing the crew or? Uh, I didn't touch my consoles at all this week. I looked at them and I was like. That's a thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, new toy syndrome. Yeah. I well, between you know, between busy b- being busy all week, and then the weekend, and Friday comes out the new toy. Right, right, right. There goes anything. <laughs> so, Charlie, what have you been playing? Uh, so, I caught up on uh, Game of Thrones. I played episode two. Finally. Um, yeah. Well. So you know the epic weird ending. Um, I have to say, I'm wondering if we had the same ending because mine wasn't quite as epic as um, as as I expected, based on what you were telling me. Did you um, get the song and the singing? Yeah, it's pretty epic for a second episode. Okay, fair enough. Oh, okay, okay, wait. Okay, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> for a second episode. Okay, putting it that way. Yes, yes, that's that's very true. It was. Um, uh, still pretty good. Um, still very unimpressed with the animation. Um, as compared to the other the other Telltale games, I really feel like um, I feel like the A team is working on Border Tales of the Borderlands, and the B team is working on Walking Dead. I just there the mouth sync and the animation. Game, Game just, of Thrones. I'm sorry. Game of Thrones. What did I say? Walking Dead. Right. That. <laughs> um, um, Damn it, boy! Get your Telltales under control. <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, yes. Um, just the, just the, the character animation is just it's super stiff, and um, <laughs> Game of Thrones is stiff. Ha <laughs> uh, HBO. Uh, yeah. And um and it's, but especially like the mouth sync when they're talking is just it's not 
I mean, it, it's not as good as the other games. It's still better than other stuff out that, that's out there, to be sure. But um, um, I like the fact that there's yeah. like what four storylines going right now. So like, there's no lull. Well, that's very Game of Thrones. That that's yeah. that's that's apropos to the series. Yeah, like there's um, zero lull though. I'm like, yeah. oh, right. We're yeah, yeah. not gonna fall asleep for episodes three and four. Yeah, <laughs> um, but enjoying it. None, uh, you know, def- definitely enjoying it so far. Um, some good plot twists in there. Um, so yeah, yeah, all good stuff. Um, aside from that, I'm still working on Captain Toad. Um, I'm happy to say that uh, it that it, um, it 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 has fooled me with with how short I thought it was going to be. Um, a lot of the content is um, is not apparent at the start of it. Mm. Um, I'll just leave it at that for um, those who wish to remain spoiler free on the uh, on the issue. But um, uh, but yeah, so at this point, I, I I I have no idea how long this game is going to be because it it it, it has fake ending to me twice now so wow yeah <laughs> um uh so yeah i i, I don't i you know I, I i could be a tenth of the way through i could be 90 percent of the way through i have no idea little do you but, know um, that it's a 140 hour game that would be amazing actually um i i kind of wish now i, I i'm saying this i don't i i'm maybe i i will say i don't i okay i'm with with how far I am into the game, I don't want to say I, I don't want to like count levels because that mm. gives away some stuff something of like like yeah. I say for those who wish to remain spoiler free on the matter, I, I won't say how many levels I'm into because that's that's the nature of the spoilers how many levels there are, but um, with how far I am, I kind of wish it were a little bit harder is what I'll say. Um, Given the, time uh, spent, you wish the difficulty would show that. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. The because um, there's. Um, with, with each of the levels, there's three stars you have to find. Or, I'm sorry, three diamonds that you have to find. Beating the level is getting to the star, and then there's an optional like bonus objective in every in every mission, which you don't find out what it actually is. Like if you complete it the first time through without knowing what it was ahead of time, you still get credit for it, but you don't actually find out what it was in order to go back and, and reattempt it until after you've completed the level for the first time through. Uh, I would say 75% of the levels, um, I'm finding all three diamonds and getting the bonus objective on my first pass. So um, I kind of I kind of wish it was a little bit harder. So um, just 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 for just but, for more value, I guess. But um, well, who was it written for? Was it written for like our age group yeah. or see? Not? That's the thing with Nintendo. I I think they <laughs> they typically do a pretty good job of like making their games scalable to everybody. Mm. I mean, like um, like when I look at like Super Mario Three D World, for example, um, you know, I, I feel like the um, you know, the more you know, the 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 the, the fresher faced gamers, you know, are able to get through the levels okay, but um, you know, it might take some more skill and experience to to find all the hidden things to complete all the bonus objectives in like Mario Three D World, for example, especially when you get into like the, the you know into the Rainbow World levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are freaking hard. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing that same balance of difficulty mm-hmm. between okay. between like the optional <clears throat> stuff and yeah. the, and the core objective. Yeah, because I mean like. If it was if 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 it were if it were as easy as I'm finding it just to get to the star, but more challenging to get the extra stuff. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Um, but I mean, nonetheless, I'm still enjoying it. Um, and as for, maybe I'm only a quarter of the way through, and I'm going to have like, I'll be throwing my controller in a couple days when I get to like you know the, <clears throat> 50 levels from now. I have no Stay idea. Stay tuned. Two weeks, you'll be like, it's worse than fucking Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a second screen work on this one. Um, it's, it just, it, it doubles up. But so, it's actually on. Yes. yes okay. It's actually we're, on. we're making progress. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there, uh, and then, oh, actually I take that back. It's not just on there. There's some, um, there's some elements. So like, there's like a minecart level mm-hmm. where you jump in a minecart and then you're shooting uh, the turnips like from Mario two. Yeah. So, uh, um, and so on the screen you're seeing it normal, but then 
uh, this is one of the segments where you aim with the controller. And so you okay. have like first person view for aiming on the on the controller, but the overall worldview, the same worldview up on the TV. So the controller does have some actual dedicated functionality in it. So Go Nintendo. Yeah. Mm. Um, then aside from that, I'm uh, still working on Sunset Overdrive. I'm still loving it. I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm going through, I'm clearing all the challenges. Yeah, I've seen you just got a 175 gamer score <laughs> yeah. for one achievement. I was like, yeah. what did he do? <laughs> um, it was it, it was actually just um, just a hunting achievement yeah. for finding um, there. There's a piece of graffiti that's that's. Uh, there's 12 of them s- spread out throughout the city, and you just have to find them all. I mean, that so. seems like a lot of points. Yeah, for... it's very disproportionate to some of the other <laughs> achievements because there's like find like all 250 of this one item, 10 gamer points, and it's like okay. <laughs> five, 12 pictures. Here's a shit ton of gamer points. Yeah, it's it's very disproportionate. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, no, I'm still loving every second of it. I just um, I have to, every time I talk about Sunset Overdrive, I have to talk about because uh, I always have something to mention from like my my last week of gameplay. I just played. I, I, again, I have to say, I love how fourth wall breaking this game is. <laughs> um, I just played a bonus mission where, so like every like every game like this ever, you know, you can detect that somebody has a quest for you because they have like a spinning like like blue thing above yeah. their head. Um, so you see a character with a spinning blue thing above her head, and you go down, you talk to her, and you're like, "Hey, can I help with something?" And she's like, "No, I'm good." And then, then you notice that around her, like in like garbage bins and like like crates, are all these blue icons. The same blue icon that's spinning above <laughs> her head. You talk to her again. She's like, "Are you sure you don't need anything?" That's my character talking. Mm-hmm. And the the NPC says, "Nope, really good." You talk to her a third time. And she's like, "But you look like you need something." <laughs> <laughs> and and then finally, we get into the dialogue of um of getting the quest where she says, "No, I really don't." If you're talking about the blue thing above my head, I'm just testing it. Just making sure it works okay. My, and my character's like, I, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, I sell these. When, <laughs> when, when people need help with something, I give them one of these to put above their head. They rent it from me. They, they lease it from me. Because for whatever reason, people are just drawn to helping people with these things spinning above their heads. But some people just haven't given them back. And so if you really want to help me, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of people who are, who are laid on their leases or their rents for these icons. Oh, if you shit. could go get them back, that'd be great. So then you go back and end up talking to people who you've helped earlier in the game in side quests. And repossessed their <laughs> icon. And repo the help icon. <laughs> and the last one is um is uh, you go and you get it back from these people who are just like, oh, we, we were going to use this. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a group of, um... Um, like uh, like Day of the Dead, like painted up um, cheerleaders. They're like mm. they're called like the Dias Las Muertas or something like that. Um, and they're running like they're they're like taking care of like sick kids. And they say, okay, you can have the icon back, but we were going to use it today to go around and get our day's collection. So you have to do that um, if you want the icon. Then you can keep it. <clears throat> so then you put the icon over your head <laughs> and run around and knock on people's doors. And people are like, oh, you look like you need help. Here's some money. <laughs> it's just it's so. Perfect. <laughs> and um, until you finally get back and you're just like, okay, I collect all these things. I hope I better get something good. And then she's like, um, and then, yeah, you get a bunch of like, you know, um, like money and stuff yeah. like that. But um, yeah, it just, it, it's so, the writing and just like the, the, you know, the people who are responsible for like the writing and just the creative development for this game, especially when it gets into like this fourth wall breaking stuff, just Perfect. I mean, it's absolutely perfect. I, I say it every time. If you own an Xbox One, you're not playing this game. You're doing it wrong. So, <laughs> so it's safe to say when they come out with Saints or uh, when they come out with Sunset Overdrive Four, you, you'll have that pre-ordered. Uh huh. I already have it pre-ordered. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's really excellent stuff. I'm glad you found a game like you found your new franchise for your new system. Yeah. 
<laughs> me too um so yeah i'm going through the challenges right now like i said and um i'm i'm stuck on one that that's killing me so they have a whole host of different challenges and there's one where um they have different challenges for all the different weapons about getting certain high scores and there's this one gun that i just hate it's called i think it's called the dude or the big dude or something because like it shoots bowling balls nice and um <laughs> I, I just don't like this gun because you have to power it up and then like it only shoots in like a straight line, but it does like a path of damage. But the challenge is that you're on these these two big sections of like suspended uh, freeway and there's enemies coming from both directions on like all these different lanes. And so you have to jump back and forth between them and like, you know, take them out as they're coming at you on these lanes. And just like I, I, I I'm, I'm having a hard curve time. Him? I'm sorry. Ball, can you curve the ball? Um, Especially if it's a bowling reference. Um, no, it pretty much, I mean, like I could bounce it off the walls, but that doesn't help because then it just sort of shoots off into the air. Um, you know, you pretty much have to have to hit it like right in line and just, it's just a matter of, Mm. um, um, the, 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 this weapon challenge is a little bit different because you have to take out the enemies as they come because if they, if they get to the middle, you lose a second of the, the, you know, the, Mm. uh, the, the challenge is like, you know, to get as many points as you can, like a minute and a half or whatever. Um, any enemies mm. that you miss and they get to the middle, essentially, you lose a second. And so, if, like, one wave is, like, 50 enemies. And so, like, if, if you get caught up on one or something like that and you miss a wave, like, you're screwed. And so I did this particular... Okay, then. Yeah, this, this particular challenge is taking me some time to get through, but um, I, I'm loving every second of the game. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that, that's, huh. uh, that, that, that's me. So, um, unless you guys... Uh, so, real quick, before we move on, um, once again, this will probably be the last time I mention it, um, but I just want to thank everybody, again, that came out to our live show at, um, at Oasis Cafe slash Cairo Ale House. Um, this this past Sunday, it was an absolute blast. Um, we had a really really good time. Um, apologies to everybody that was trying to watch on Twitch. Um, the uh, the venue's internet was not cooperating, and um, it was uh, unfortunately out of our control. Um, and also apologies to everyone that was there for starting late because of other various venue related technical difficulties. But uh, we we learned a lot of lessons, and so next time we should be even better. So, um, but nonetheless, thank you again to everybody that came out. It uh, Really appreciated to see um to see that many people supporting us and uh, we had a really great time. So, with all that being said, now that you know what we were doing in last week in games, let's see what the industry was doing last week. All right, so coming in at number five, um, Eurogamer is going to be dropping the scoring system from their reviews, uh, and will, as a result, will no longer be listed on Metacritic. Dun dun dun. So, um, we we've we've mentioned Metacritic. You know, Metacritic has come up on the show several times in the past, usually as a result of myself, um, just because I oh, only as a result of yourself. All right, that's fair, <laughs> and um, you know, just because I've you know I I like I, I I'm a fan of the concept. Of, of the idea of being able to go to one place to, to, to find out what the industry consensus is on a game as opposed to having to like bounce around and get all the you know scores separately. I know that there's controversy over the way the Metascore rates and ranks um, certain websites' reviews over another, but I don't have a better option, and I'm, I, I don't have, frankly have the time to, uh, to put any more effort into it than that. So Metacritic it is for me, but... See, I use it as a general basis. Oh, yes. To be clear, so do I. Yeah. Um, like, I'm like, oh, it's in the green. Right. Yeah, all right. It won't suck as bad. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's interesting that, um, and, but I, I like what Eurogamer is doing here. Um, so, you know, so just that, you know, if, if you've listened to any of our episodes in the past here on Gamerhead where we've done reviews, our review system basically amounts to who should play the game and who should not play the game. Just because, you know, a score is, it's, it's, 
almost useless to everybody except for the person that came up with the score. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, what Eurogamer has said is that uh, scores are failing us, they're failing you, and perhaps most importantly, they are failing to fairly represent the games themselves. In the last few years in particular, the rise of digital distribution and the assumption that most consoles and all computers are connected to the internet has resulted in much more fluid game development. Um, uh, wrote site editor Ollie Welsh. Uh, some games evolve right up to the moment of their commercial release with a day one update. Some games are released commercially long before they are finished via early access versions, and some games never stop evolving. Um, so what, what they're talking about here is that they will—they also will not be doing reviews of um, pre-release reviews anymore. They'll only be doing reviews of a game like once it actually comes out um, or, or finally. Oh, re- retail only reviews finally. Yes, yes. So when they review it, you can buy it. Yes. Uh, well, you know, if if they get a copy early, they will only review it if it's guaranteed to be like the gold copy. Oh, okay. You know, so 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 retail code. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Um. So their their scores are basically going to now amount to, um, either recommended, essential, or avoid, <laughs> which, um, you know, Man, kind, kind of painful. kind of mirrors what we're doing here. Um. So um. I I like it. Um. It's um. You know, it, it's just interesting because Eurogamer is—it's not a small site. So the fact no. that they're—the the fact that they're willing to, yeah, <laughs> like the, exactly. No. Um, the fact that they're that they're willing to make this change, um, which will in effect get them removed from, I think, arguably the most popular review aggregator mm-hmm. site on the internet. I think, kind of, I mean, I think it speaks volumes personally. Yeah. Um, you know that the issue was is that important to them. That's really cool. I like the fact that they're like, well, we don't like what you're doing. We really don't care that you're not going to let us do it anymore. We're going to do our own thing. That's really cool. The thing I don't like though is the word avoid. I mean, that, like, I'd rather get a twenty than an avoid for a rating on my game. If you, if you were the publisher, yeah. you mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> Be like a twenty. Uh, I could deal with a twenty. Uh, an avoid is basically like, psh, <laughs> right yeah. in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Maybe, maybe, say, not, say maybe, a, maybe not recommend. Yeah, I was gonna say if they change it to not recommend, I'd yeah, I'd be fine with that. I mean, avoid basically like the PC version of fuck no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that that's true. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how um, developers respond to this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if somebody can. I, I don't know if you know major developers like EA can probably do whatever they want. They could probably they could probably afford to like stop sending review copies to Eurogame or whatever. Yeah, but if, if you know small like you know smaller more independent developers, I don't know if they could they could afford if if Eurogamer were were willing to review their game and give them a spot on the website. Mm-hmm. I don't know if an indie developer could afford to say no to that because they weren't happy with like the new review system. Um, yeah, but at the same time can an indie reviewer of, of afford an avoid? Well, I mean I, I think the, the the risk there is probably the same as it was before. You know, you're risking an avoid versus risking a, you know a twenty. Even yeah. still, it's, so it's are we, probably are we, about the same amount. Of are risk. we going to change up ours then? We're we're going to follow your gamer, right? We're going to do the uh, buy it, rent it, burn it <laughs> system. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, listeners, let us know what you think. Um, uh, when you're, you know, when when you're listening to review scores, um, uh, what do you like to see? Do you like to see a straight hard number? Do you like to see a more general recommendation based on this? You know, on this kind of a system? Or uh, let me know what you guys think, Brian. What do you think about this this development? How do you feel? Wow, man, of I many got words. nothing. I mean, <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think avoid is a little bit too strong of a word. I mean, yeah, I would, I would, I'm, I agree with Go. Definitely, like a not recommend would probably be a better. It's a bit be a, harsh, would a better, right? Would be a better choice of words. Yeah. Um, I mean, essential. Jeez, that's. 
I mean, that I think that's... That, uh, I don't know what to think about essential, though. Mm-hmm. On, the, on, the, on the other side of the coin, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with the wording because because when I go out to look at games, I mean, like, yes, an avoid score sucks for the developer, but yeah. as the consumer, like, you know, if, if... if Well, it's very, very in-your-face for a consumer. Yeah. Be like, oh, I remember, like, oh, they said avoid that. Step to the right. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah. But at the same time, that's that's just the reviewer's opinion. Well, that's mm-hmm. every review, though. I mean, well, yeah. and you also have to remember, essential is it's a different vernacular. It's Eurogamer, so yeah. But again, like, you know, depending on who's reviewing the game, you know, they have different preferences than well, we that, might have. yeah. But it's the same number thing, though. I mean, you may give Mortal Kombat ten a ninety nine point nine because it's fighting and awesome, and I might give it a sixty five point two because it's fighting and not awesome. <laughs> It's the same idea. It's just using words instead of numbers. Yeah, yeah. it's just phrasing just seemed a little uh, out there for eh. for the whole avoid part. Yeah. Well, I got him in the news, so I guess so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, so coming at number four. Speaking of the opposite of indie developers, uh, Bethesda is going to be hosting their own E3 conference this year. Because so, they put out those, what, small titles? The, the tiny, tiny titles, like what, Fallout? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that, that, that one scrolly game they had. Uh, oh, God, what was it? Something um, with wind. Um, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, uh, like, Sun Edge or something like that? Yeah, or, um, or Cloud uh, Skyrim. That it, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sun Edge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always like thought Skyrim was a blowjob in a plane, but... <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> that explains uh, so, why I never got that in the Mile High Club. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's the only reason. Um, and so, she was a stewardess. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Bethesda is joining the ranks of um, other publishers that also get their own E3 spots, such as um, EA and Ubisoft. And um, used to be Nintendo. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah, well, yeah that's that's true too. Um, and um, who's the other one that I'm thinking of that um, that always does their own? Oh, Konami does their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So um, on uh, June 14th, um, Bethesda is going to be uh, holding their own E3 uh, 2015 press conference, and of course, everybody is hoping for Fallout 4 because it's been seven years since Fallout 3. Really? Yeah, that long. Well, I, I can hope a Fallout 4, 4 as well, because then that'll hustle up Charlie to finish Sunset Overdrive in this <laughs> decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's got to be. I mean, they're doing their own press release. What else would they have? Well, the other Elder Scrolls game. The other possible uh, options are something Elder Scrolls, um, something uh, maybe Dishonored 2, or um, maybe oh, get, the, maybe getting a look at the next Doom, because Bethesda is the publisher for that. Yeah, the last two are not like... like Take time out of your day, worthy. This is the first two, yes, but the last I don't know. two. It's Doom. Yeah. I mean, if this was RetroCon, I'd I'd be with you. But Doom's kind of sailed for the new. Or if it was uh, or if it was QuakeCon, I could totally see them doing that too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than Elder Scrolls and Fallout Four, they really have nothing else. You know, that's really gonna give them well, a spotlight. I mean, Dishonored, uh, Dishonored has a very, very big following. I am not amongst them, but um, no, I know I. I know that there's a lot of people that really love Dishonored. Okay, um, it's bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, and then okay. Doom is you know Doom, so there's that. Um, so but, a bunch um, of guys in their 30s hanging out in a sweaty building. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Fallout Four um, it seems to be the, the biggest yeah. front runner, and I mean it's time yeah. so. You know, All right, Bethesda. Here's hoping, at least. Come on, Bethesda. Screw with everybody. I hope it's New Vegas too. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Things would be thrown. Many heavy objects would be thrown at the person It'd on stage. It'd just be like Fallout and the place goes mad. New Vegas 2. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's entirely possible. <laughs> so, alright. So then we got one more thing to cover for E3. Yippee, skippy. <sighs> yeah, as if that week isn't busy enough already. It's busy enough to do three shows yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah. There's that. <laughs> Uh, so coming to number three, uh, Peter Molyneux um, has, uh, did a press interview where he basically said in uh, regards to um, um, Godus or Goddess. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce the name of this game, but this is the game that, um, that they basically did on Kickstarter. And, um, I think it's Goddess. I, it's spelled G-O-D-U-S, so I'm, we'll go with Goddess until, unless somebody tells me otherwise. Because Godus sounds pornographic. Godus sounds like something made from you. Yes. That's true. Um, so in regards to development, um, he is quoted as saying, I take the blame. There is a catalog of things I did badly. This is in regards to apparently there is going to be a lot of features and functionality that would promise in the Kickstarter that are not going to be making it into the game. Um, the um, you know, And uh, of course, because the internet is full of rational, calm, and sensible, and well-spoken adults, which it's not. Hold on, wait, wait. We should do an applause because he just did that stone face. Ha, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I um, I, t- I take no pride in that. Um, uh, uh, no, that that that's absolutely not what what did not happen. Um, what what what, what did happen is that um, fans have um, the internet. Um, the internet has done <laughs> what unfortunately the internet, the internet sometimes does, <laughs> and um, has made it so that later um. As uh, this was reported uh, on uh, the 13th on VentureBeat, um, Peter Molyneux is now saying that he is done talking to the press because, um, amongst other things, people have taken to threatening his family because of this and various other issues. Now, Mr. Molyneux has, um, you know, he's uh, he's promised and underdelivered on games in the past. So, I mean, like this... So who's shocked here? I, that that's the thing. I mean, like I don't. This is nothing new. I hate to say, we have the biggest Fable fan in the world in the room right now. That would be me. Yeah. So um, you know he's um you know he's been you know the uh, a lot of great things have come out of this man's work, but a lot of things that he's promised has also not come out of this man's work. So um yeah yes. I, I don't know why anybody is surprised at this, but um this is another uh, unfortunately another example of just uh. People not responding as uh, people should. See, like, and I think he should do the. And then this is going to sound weird. Stick with me, Charlie. Don't freak out. But I think he should. He should fill fish this. Okay. And be like, all right, fine. I said I was sorry. Yeah, I underdid it. We've done this before. You know, boohoo or whatever like that. But everybody's being a fucktard. Game canceled. Moving on. If it wasn't the Kickstarter. Yeah. Because. Oh, is he like contractually bound now to um, produce item? I mean, he would have to give all the money back. Everyone oh. would have to be refunded. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably already bought a new car. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, speaking to The Guardian, uh, Molyneux, is, uh, Molyneux has said, uh, the only answer is for me to retreat. I love my games and I love sharing uh, them with people. It's this amazing, incredible thing I get to do with my life, creating ideas and sharing them with people. The problem is it just hasn't worked. Uh, Molyneux has failed to deliver on big promises in the past, as I said, and, mm. and uh, Goddess is suffering from the same fate right now. Uh, Conrad Nazinski, who started off at 22 Cans as an unpaid intern, which is, uh, I guess, a development house making mm. this game, um, took to the Goddess message boards earlier this week to share his own frustration with the project. 
Um, He's quoted as saying, uh, to be brutally candid and realistic, I simply can't see us delivering all the features promised on the Kickstarter page. A lot of the multiplayer stuff is looking seriously shaky right now, especially the persistent stuff like Hub World. Things are just moving slowly, a lot slower than I'd like to be honest. It's somewhat frustrating. From the minute I played the alpha, I could see the direction Goddess was heading in, and I didn't like it. So, <sighs> basically, he just used cars, dude. Well... That's uh, an unfortunate comparison, but not an inappropriate one. Um, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, I, th- I got to wonder. I mean, like, you, you know what this kind of reminds me of? Hmm. Um, the Wachowski um, um, siblings. Um, and, you know, you know, these are the people who, um, you know, these are the, you know, the people who, like, became, like, the hottest thing in Hollywood when they made The Matrix, and then pretty much lost all of their brand cash with the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions, which were, you know, widely considered to be uh, not as good. And that's speaking uh, lightly. Um, and then pretty much from there, um, it's uh, it's almost the um, um, oh, the name is escaping right now. The, the Speed Racer. Well, yeah. Well, yes, but um, that wasn't so bad. Well, what's the name of the guy that um, that did Oh Shyamalan? M Night Shyamalan. It's kind of like the oh, M Night Shyamalan yeah, yeah, effect. Yeah. It's like you make a great movie and then just everything out after that just is not as good. Um, well, yeah, that's anything creative. Lightning doesn't strike twice. Well, uh, well, I mean, there, there are some people who have managed to keep up that level of um, that that level of uh, that, that that quality level of work, but uh, it's definitely yeah. hard to do. Yeah. And um, you know, just recently, um, you know, with uh, Jupiter Ascending, is that the name of the movie that just came out? Yeah. Um, reviews of I mean I was excited to see this I mean like it's Mila Kunis in like a sci-fi movie uh, done by the Wachowskis which like to me as a person who is in the minority people who loved the everything with the the word Matrix on it just well I mean like you guys know me by now that shouldn't surprise anybody Um, I had the trench coat for God's sake (laughs) you had the red pills for God's sake yeah those are years we don't talk about (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know it's um you know, they, they basically, you know, to me, Jupiter Ascending looked like, like box office gold, but apparently it's just not good and nobody went to see it. I think their, their weekend opening, uh, ticket sales were like 18 million, which is nearly insulting. Um, and after this, the, the Wachowskis did it, did an interview. I forget the, the publication that they did it with, but they basically said, yeah, we're probably not going to get to make another movie. <laughs> and so at least they know, Damn. I guess, but Man. I mean, like. You know, it's um, it just uh, they missed out on ten million dollars in sales. All they had to do was have a topless scene of Mila Kunis. Well, yeah, that oh, yeah, right. may have done well. You know, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> Charlie's like, I may have seen it. Actually, five well, times. actually, what I'll say about this whole thing though is, um, I'll put it this way: props to the guy for admitting that they screwed up. He he screwed up. Thank you. <laughs> they screwed up, and you know, he screwed up. <laughs> yeah, he screwed up. <laughs> um, but you know, this I I think this is just another example though of especially if people have known about this whole like failed promise pattern with him beforehand, like in the past. You know, it's another good example of just voting with your money or speaking with your wallet. Yeah, the um. See, I'm like fifty fifty on this now. Now that the story has unfolded. Yeah, like fuck this guy for trying to sell a used car at new car prices. Yeah. Multiple times. But at the same time, at the same time, mm-hmm. fuck you, consumer, for being stupid enough to do this multiple times and throwing a temper tantrum over it like you're shocked. Like, I get it, it's your money and Kickstarter and all that stuff, but you donated to this guy knowing his track record. 
Well, I think this is the problem that's inherent with Kickstarter in general is that you know people, as as hard as Kickstarter tries to drill into people's head that this is not the case, people still look at Kickstarter as a store. They expect to go there and pay mm-hmm. money for something and get exactly what was promised to them, which is not what Kickstarter is. No, it's an no. idea. It, yes, um, and you know, and um, you know, somewhere along the lines, I know Kickstarter revamped their policies so that you can't just have an idea anymore if, if you're if you're if you're kickstarting a product you have to at least have a prototype you yeah. can't just have like sketches you know yeah. what i mean yeah so um you know i'm sure with a video game you have to have like you have to be able to prove the, that you yeah. have the ability i mean as much as you can prove without being psychic that you mm-hmm. have the ability to make whatever it is that you're promising to make so and i mean like nobody's questioning i don't think anybody's questioning you know peter molyneux's like talent as a as a as a creative thinker and a you know as as and as, no. a, as visionary and leader in in this space but they're questioning his uh follow-through yes and um you know it's it's entirely i mean i, I think this is why it's i don't think that that uh that video games on this level of of um you know of uh you know, trying to do something should I, I don't think that they're right for Kickstarter because when you're shooting for the moon, you need to be able to miss and still recover from it. Like if this was just something that was being developed in house, like most video games, you know, if they had come out and, they, and said, you know, okay, you know, we tried to do some things that didn't work out, but here's this great thing that we're going to do otherwise. This is a situation where you don't already have people's money in your pockets, yeah, right. And so, you know, that's a whole different scenario mm-hmm. from when you know, in this, when you've got, you know, you have, you're talking, you're not talking to your future potential customers, you're talking to your current investors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not the same thing. No, I should mention so. it though. Like I can only think of like a handful of games, be a video game or, or tabletop, that actually been successful it's it's hard to do you know it's it's everybody can have all these ideas in the world but like literally video game wise the yeah. only like maybe like one or two faster than light which mm. did got like i think it was like maybe i can't remember how much it, it raised well over its goal right and it got funded and everything and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's out and it's been making a ton of money ever since mm-hmm. even with the new expansion and then i think it was like i think dive kick did it Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know that was a Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. It was originally they did a Kickstarter to you know because completely indie, and then um Iron Galaxy, um, helped uh, finish the project. Hmm. Oh. Okay. And then we have Mighty Number no. Nine. It was a Kickstarter too. That's coming out. Right. Yeah. You're right. So it's possible this guy just <clears throat> fucked the dog out. Well, it. I, th- I think I think <laughs> they shot too high. I think they tried to do too much. Yeah. And um, you know, I don't I don't have in front of me how much money they actually raised, but mm-hmm. it sounds like I, I get the impression that they just didn't have the team and yeah. the the manpower to do what they were trying to AAA do. Triple A dreams on a C salary. Yeah, I think is basically what this one comes <laughs> down to. Um, but um, you know, uh, time will tell whether or not um, you know, Mr. Molino is given the chance to uh to do something like this again. I know where you know a lot of people are eagerly anticipating the next uh, you know, the next Fable game. Um, I know the beta is supposed to be running, coming out for that soon. And um, yes, I keep so. getting emails about new people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, just give me the damn beta. Yeah, hey, I got something the other day about like a new character class yeah. or something yeah. like that. I was like, that's great. Beta. When yeah. does it turn on? I don't give a shit who this broad is. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, maybe that'll restore some of his brand cash. But right now, it's just not looking too good for uh, for Mr. Molino. Yeah. But uh, good luck to him. I guess yeah. is, is all I'll say about that. And um, hopefully they're able to figure something out that appeases their Kickstarter backers. Come on, number two. I'm going to read this headline, and I just need you guys to bear with me because this is not coming from The Onion. Uh, Turkey, as in the country, is investigating Minecraft, the video game, yes. over claims that it's too violent. I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. Here's my question. Uh-huh. Can you 
punch the pigs in Minecraft? <laughs> um, I think well, you can you can go you can come at them with a pickaxe. Then they make pork chops. Are there any other animals in the game? Yes. That, okay. You can attack those two? Yeah, wolves. I have a feeling they may have something about anti-cruelty, something or another. Well, I, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing because I didn't even read the article. So so uh, this is coming off of an article off of uh, uh, GameSpot uh, published on the 11th. Uh, Turkish website um, Haberturk uh, reports this week that the country's family and policies minister... Um, I'm probably going to butcher this name. Um, Ayas Nur Islam uh, expressed concerns recently that Minecraft might be too violent. As detailed by Newsweek, a reporter suggested during a recent news conference that the open-ended sandbox game could promote aggression and said it features depictions of violence against women. What? I I don't know. Um, uh, Islam is quoted as saying, we will examine the game and see if there is an element of violence. Um... Um, she added that uh, Turkey's investigation could result in a nationwide Minecraft ban. Uh, Islam did not provide any further details regarding the country's investigation into Minecraft. But you're the only <clears throat> human on the pl- on, on the on the plane, correct? In Minecraft, if you play multiplayer or not, you have all your people. But here's my thing. Uh-huh. Here's my but, thing. But, yeah, but that's hold like, on, hold on. What hold the on. fuck? <laughs> in Minecraft's defense, these <clears throat> chicks. Women, whatever you want to call them here, are so pixelated that they don't even look like chicks. They're the blocks <laughs> with really long, blocky hair. That's there's like no 3D. There's no there's not even triangles for a bust here. Yeah, it's just block on block crime. Uh, as GameSpot wrote, uh, being a sandbox game with no real set of rules, Minecraft players are free to essentially do whatever they like inside the world. This is part of the game's appeal and an element that has fulfilled its immense popularity. Or, excuse me, uh, an element that has fueled its immense popularity. Uh, this freedom offered players might explain why some see Minecraft as a game that could promote violence. However, Minecraft is also frequently cited for its educational value. In fact, a special version of the game, Minecraft EDU, is used in schools across the country. I actually did not know that. That's pretty cool. I don't um, think they understand... Yeah, no. Some, somebody is confused. Somebody somebody filed a complaint that is very confused. And yeah. Somebody's seen Minecraft on the internet and then accidentally clicked the GTA 5 video <laughs> link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, like, in fairness, I mean, like, censorship measures in Turkey have increased lately, um, Newsweek notes. Uh, examples include the Turkish army banning, uh, the Turkish army banning Game of Thrones being shown in military schools, as well as general steps taken to restrict some content and platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So this is a country that's kind of censorship happy recently. Oh, they're um, locking down? Yeah. Um, again, I, Minecraft, really? But, um... Eh. I mean, something's just... Uh, hey, China just got video games, what, last year? Uh, Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Different um, world. But yeah, Minecraft, I like it. That's, of all the games that you could have picked, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't think they understand Legos either. No, no. Oh, yeah, the people ne- blow yeah, next, up. Yeah. <laughs> What's That's, that? The people blow up in Legos. That's the next one they're going to they're gonna ban that for terrorist acts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> then, then all they'll have is Mega Bloks. <laughs> That's a B squad. (sighs) Uh, Coming in at number one is something else that just defies explanation. Uh, Law and Order era's episode dedicated to harassment of women in gaming. Now, I love the fact that they use the word dedicated. Yes. Who used the word dedicated? The article. 
uh, this article, which was posted on Eurogamer. Hey, Eurogamer. Um, <laughs> now, is this recommended or avoid? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm guessing avoid. Um, so I, I actually, I actually was not aware that this was going to be happening in advance. I was. Um, I had the TV on and I was flipping through channels the other night and I happened to catch like the last 15 minutes of the episode. Um, that was 15 too many, wasn't it? Well, yeah. It's like, okay, I appreciated what they were trying to do. They... <laughs> they I love conversations that start like that. Their intentions were in the correct it's place. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. That's that sweater you got from your grandmother talk. Yeah. All well, that blood on the floor, however, I don't know if we can let that slide. But anyways, yeah. go on. So, um... I came into the episode near the end. Now, spoiler warning in case anybody is uh, planning on watching this episode and hasn't yet, but I'm pretty much going to be giving away the end of the episode here. Um, I came in, I want to say it was about 15, 20 minutes away from the end of the episode. And um, uh, as I turned on the channel, there was a woman, there was a woman who was on her knees, uh, bloodied, with a gun pointed to her head, speaking into a camera that was being watched by the SVU folks at their headquarters. And she was basically talking about how she's sorry about how uh, she's being coerced to say this mm. about how women don't belong in gaming. And as soon as she said that, I was like, wait, what now? Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what was yeah. happening until she said that. And I was like, They're, oh, because I've seen I've seen some SVU episodes in the past. And they it's, all end the same. Oh, well, I'm well, anyways. Um so she's basically saying like she's sorry women should stay out of video games because it's not meant for them and yada 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 and like you know she's very she's very clearly being coerced into saying this because like i said she's like bruised and bloodied and um and so throughout from there to the end of the episode is um you know the the svu do folks doing like their normal hunt down the bad guys thing where they you know they they find one of the guy's parents and uh, track him down and like go to his house they find the basement where the video is recorded Etc. 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 Until they get to um, the warehouse where they find out now they're holding this girl, and they kick the door in when a recording. They don't realize it's the first, but a recording of gunfire plays, and this girl is tied up with a shotgun duct taped into her hands, pointed at the door. The intention was to get to have the 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 the, the sight of her with a gun and the sound of the gunfire. The intention was for the cops to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortunately, I was avoided until they go up on the roof and they're confronting these guys. And they're wearing trench coats, are they? They're, well, they are not wearing trench coats, but oh, um, no. the one, one of you know, the the main bad guy in, in this episode apparently he has become so immersed in video games where he no longer can tell the difference between games and reality. Yes, here's what the episode just it, it, here here's where it is proven oh, that the writers right. of the episode really just don't know what the hell they're talking about um, because this happens all the time. And, Ladies um, and gentlemen, we hit the shit the bed portion of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, and um, so they're they're on the rooftop and they've got these two guys and they're like they're at they're at a standoff. They're like, you know doing the Mexican standoff thing where everybody has their guns pointed at One's each other. One's wearing a Call of Duty Advanced Warfare shirt. The other one's wearing a Bethesda shirt. Uh, it might as well have been. <laughs> you know, Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and no, Battlefield, I'm sorry. Battlefront's good. <laughs> and, um, and the, the, the main cop, the main guy cop on the show, um, the, the newer guy ever since What's His Face left, um, he's trying to talk the guy down about saying, like, it's not really a game. Uh, or, you know, it's, it, you know, like, you know, this is, he doesn't want to make a mistake that'll, like, ruin his life forever and yada, yada, yada. And then, in the midst of all this, this confrontation, the camera cuts to a literal first person view 
of what what the guy is oh, seeing. No. Like you know, with his, with his arm holding no. the gun is like out in front of him, as if he was seeing like you know, just to reinforce the guy that you know that this guy thinks he's in a video game, and by, by like showing it that he uh, to him it looks like a game with the arm in front in front of him, like mm-hmm. a first person shooter. Do you have a nice HUD? <laughs> no, no, oh. no. It's uh, <laughs> you know, it was going the modern route of not not having a HUD. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, it's, it's very classy. <laughs> oh, so you have so you have the red the red on the side of the screens to show your stamina. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and shit. Um, until um, he's then distracted by um, by Ice T, Ice Cube, Ice, whatever his name is, Ice T, Ice T. Yeah, um, he comes out of the corner and um, and uh, you know throws off the balance of the Mexican standoff, and so finally the guy starts to lower his gun until he then like does like a barrel roll to the side and like tries to like take out the cops, but of course fails, and he gets like you know eight rounds in the chest from various cops. At one point, the one cop says, "Ice T, what were you camping?" <laughs> And I see responds, yeah. What what can I say? It's 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 not classy, but it's effective, or something like that. And Aww. this is again amongst shots of like doing the whole the first person thing, which they did with 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 um, uh, Ice Cube. I'm sorry, Ice T. Ice T. I'm I'm bad with my 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 beverage wrappers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that was good. And, um, it's just it's so and then so then and then they go back to uh, after everything is said and done they go back to a conversation between um, him talking to uh, the boss and, and she's like wow playing all those games really must have paid off for you and she's like no no him being a police officer for decades is what paid off not him playing a game sometimes and oh, just Jesus Christ. made me angry I'd like to mention that the best part of this entire scenario is when Ice-T did it <laughs> The, the gangster rapper who has been famous got gained familiarity with the song Cop Killer <laughs> yeah. is now yeah. famous for being a cop who kills. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like everything about what you just said was so Mickey Mouse that the 50 year old people who watch this show have no fucking clue what any of that meant. And they're like, wow, that's really cool. And that's the thing that I realized later. It's like, okay, this was not written for us. This was no. written for the people who watch SVU. Which, this is written for like our parents who yeah, have like exactly. still call it everything a Nintendo. But of course, now, it, it, so I so so coming back to it, it's like I appreciate that they were trying to like bring attention to, you know, the 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 disparity amongst gamers and like the mistreat you know mistreatment of women and things like that. It's like their their heart was in the right place, but then the way that they went about telling this narrative. And and just the, yeah. the way that they told the story just makes mm. gamers look like idiots. All gamers, and it's just it's like uh, I don't know. In their defense, it'd be the same thing as like us in our age group here trying to explain Bob the Builder to somebody. Yeah, here's here's the epi- <laughs> here's kind of a, a rundown of the episode um, as as told on Eurogamer. Um, the fictional storyline saw developer Reina Punjabi um, become the focus of a misogynistic hate campaign as she prepared to launch into her new role-playing game, Amazon- Amazonian Warriors. Uh, Punjabi is doxxed, swatted, and receives death and rape threats surrounding an event where she, she is to speak publicly. A female employee of hers is then harassed and assaulted at the games convention. The storyline is clearly inspired by the real life uh, by the real life events of last year and the experiences of Anita Sarkinson and Zo- Zoe Quinn and Brianna Wu. We talked about Zoe Quinn in our previous episode. Um, but after raising such issues, the show's focus switches to its standard find the bad guy formula. Punjabi is kidnapped, and the show's heroes chase down the culprit while spouting some ridiculous one-liners. Such as level completed, the ter- the character played by Ice T grunts. They're playing oh a game. God. We gotta play too. Uh, oh, and there's no really? reset button in the real world, and it's just really, like, yeah, yeah. They really do. Oh. It's it's that bad. Wow. Um, 
I know that um, you know if, if if you didn't catch it or DVR it, um, I know it's available on Hulu Plus um, for those those who subscribe. Um, but um, okay, here's the only thing I'm gonna say about this is I'll be kind of honest. I'm not surprised about this kind of episode, um, especially when you consider you know especially with how mainstream media likes to put video games in a negative light. Especially think about it, like sure. every time you're on, you're on a news station, you hear somebody about you hear something about somebody shooting up this building or shooting up that building they'll throw in something about oh this guy played video games mm-hmm. in there for well, just, so, just for like for no reason yeah, at all really yeah. i just seen that the other day actually some guy went on some crazy tirade in uh, la and stole two cars and was running from the cops and like and and the, the quip from the news people was like well he obviously played gta 5 and i was like no he obviously didn't <laughs> because yeah. if he did he would have done it better yeah. <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> So, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I, and like I said, it's it's basically like people who don't know what the hell's going on trying to do something to make people who don't know what the hell's going on know what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I suppose when you when you've been on the air for 16 years, I believe is what season they are in. I suppose at, the, at this point, you pretty much just have to turn to current events to come up for new show ideas because you've already wow. done everything you do, else. You realize that the, the people who've been watching this show per se, mm-hmm. all right? From the beginning. Yeah. And had a child the year this show came out. That kid's now driving. That should give you an age range of their viewers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> so if anybody happened to catch this episode, uh, please uh, please call it right in. We lo- we'd love to know what you guys thought on the matter, um, in case anybody has better opinions of it than, than we did. But, uh, but, yeah. I just, I don't, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, just, just can't get away from it. But, um, yep, yay, TV. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> since uh, we have our resident professional gamer, gamer, I get we can, we can go with that. Yeah, okay, now, in the room with us today, we thought we'd talk about uh, gaming tournaments and uh, maybe, maybe what we'd like to see. So, let's talk about that, sure. <laughs> All right, so gaming tournaments, yes. um. Mostly confined to a couple different styles of games, uh, I'd say. Brian, would you would you agree that fighting games are probably the most popular style of game at tournaments? No, really, no, <laughs> no. Most uh, popular for competitive play, um, or even just tournaments in general. Um, you're going to see a lot of League of Legends. You're going to see a lot of uh, Defense of the Ancients. Okay, that being Dota. So, um, uh, what, what do they call those? Um, Mobas. Yes, Mobas. Okay. Really, Mobas have taken over the tournament world. Oh yeah. Um, way back, okay, so way back when it used to be, um, first-person shooters. That's why you had that one dude, uh, went by the name Fatality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, Quake 3, you had Unreal Tournament. You know, he was... Oh, ma- the, the, the FPS heyday. Yeah, the FPS heyday, you know, a lot of that stuff. So when Fatality, you know, he made a name for himself, you know, getting sponsorships and everything. He got, he had <clears throat> licensed product for himself. So, like, I, I think there were, like, maybe a couple of years, he'd be making, like, you know, almost half a million because of tournament winnings, because of money from licensed product, um, all that kind of stuff. Nowadays, it is a lot of the MOBAs. So, after FPSs became the big thing, then we got um, MOBAs, basically... Actually, I'm trying to think, was it? More or less, it was It was starting to, to turn into MOBAs. <clears throat> um, originally, with uh, the Warcraft 3 mod, um, Defense of the Ancients, that's where that whole thing started. And then you had <clears throat> completely, you know, they, they had MOBAs that were completely built from the ground up. So yeah, Heroes of New Earth. You have League of Legends now, which is the big one. Um, and one of the, mo- the the big reason really behind it is because 
it's a game that apparently it's really easy to get into. It's one of those easy to learn, hard to master kind of games. Okay. And especially if you're going to go for a professional level, it's <clears throat> one of those games that's really, really hard to master. <clears throat> um, but like, especially when you see some of these results from like these like world tournaments or like these regional tournaments. I think um, season, I think what they do, like season three, season four of uh, the world title for, for League of Legends, it was like a good maybe million something, couple million on the line. Wow. Um, <clears throat> Dota 2, because Valve is working on it, they've got the money. So the last the last big tournament they did, I think that was another end of season, that was like $10 million on the line. Wait, Valve? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which is, so, so a game that was originally a Warcraft mod, is the sequel to that is being done by Valve? Somehow I missed that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Crazy. Let me just check. Just yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Because I would expect it to be Blizzard. <sighs> Um, but like as far as like where I, where I'm coming from though, like with fighting games, it's kind of getting there. Um, the big thing to consider is that it's more Street Fighter centric, just because Capcom has a lot more control over that kind of game. They really can't sure. do something with a Marvel vs. Capcom because of licensing issues. They really can't do the same thing, you know. Same thing with like Street Fighter Cross Tekken because licensing issues with Bandai and Namco. So when you say licensing issues, what do you mean? <clears throat> um, like Marvel doesn't want Marvel versus Capcom being used in tournaments. Yes. Why? Well, actually, like for like those kind of big things. Um, in fact, especially with how things are, because the the contracts between Marvel and Capcom are finally are like like are up. Really, I should say, they're up. Capcom really can't do any changes to like rebalance the game without Marvel's approval. And that was the whole thing. That's why we never saw like any any changes to the game after Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three. <clears throat> so, huh? Interesting. I know it's really fucked up. That's that. I mean, from from Capcom's perspective, that seems like a weird way to structure the license agreement. Like, I would think they would have simply made it so that you could use the characters, but like you wouldn't have to get approval for like yeah, just even balancing for their, even for like their that. own characters, they couldn't do anything. But um. That's so weird to me. Yeah. At least that, I'll put it this way. That's how I'm understanding okay. every single bit of research that I've done about the whole matter. Well, I know. I know. I mean, I'm, fam- I'm generally familiar with, with license disagreements causing problems for tournament usage before because I know, like, yeah. N- Nintendo's had a problem with Smash being used in certain tournaments, yeah. right? Um, yeah. There was, um, in fact, that was whole debacle, I think it was last year or the yeah. year before. Yeah. Or the last year, year. Oh, you know, it was the, it was the um, 2013, they wanted to bring Melee back. Um, because it raised the most money for the um, for the breast cancer awareness thing yeah. that, that yeah. the different communities were doing. And I just have such a hard time wrapping my head around that because isn't that just promotion for the game? Isn't that just more sales in your pocket? Like, why why would you say no to that? But I just um, yeah. that, but the thing to consider, though, with Nintendo and the Smash thing, um, that was during a time where Nintendo was trying to restructure how the whole ad revenue thing was working with a lot of the YouTube, um, like, content creators oh, and especially with, with they didn't Twitch. want it streamed was the issue yeah. right? what the thing well the thing was basically they were really in the end really they were really weren't getting a cut and okay. they kind of want and especially with how they were structured back then Nintendo was getting all the ad revenue <clears throat> okay. now it's just now it's more like they're splitting a 50-50 between the content creator and Nintendo and then there's some other BS that was trying to be thrown around about if you if you 
produce content for other games that aren't Nintendo titles that you don't get a cut, which is stupid in my yeah. opinion. But <clears throat> okay. But yeah, there are a lot of weird things that happen, but things got ironed out for 2014 in Evo, and then this year for Evo, we have both Melee and um, Smash for Wii U. Okay, good. Oh, so you can go new school or old school. You could go new school, old school. I would personally prefer going new school just because I'm tired of seeing Fox Mirror matches in Smash Melee, <laughs> but that's just me. <clears throat> Which, I mean, I don't even know, like, good on everybody, like, for putting in the, jeez, I don't even know, like, 10 to 15 years of, you know, work and dedication for Melee. Good for them because they found their niche. They found what they're good at. And the players that play those games, fucking great. You know, it's just... Well, I mean, come on. You've been playing the game for 15 years. If you suck at it by now, you should have given <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Take yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so so, what are the least common uh, kind of games that, that you would like to see in tournaments? Oh, jeez. Least common. Oh, my God. That you would like to see, specifically. I would see. Oh, this is this is a good one. Oh, I was actually thinking about this on the, on the way here. Well, good, because um, that was the question for the week. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, actually going back to the whole Smash thing where we had this tournament, Apex. Apex is the the biggest like the biggest Smash tournament like for for the whole community like like around the world. Mm-hmm. You'll have people from Japan, you'll have people from Europe. They'll fly out to this tournament in America. So and, and it's mostly because you have an actual tournament for each of the Smash games. So Smash 64, Melee, um Brawl, Smash for Wii U. I think not when I remember the numbers. Yeah, like well over 100, I think it's like over 100 each for 64 and Brawl. You had well over 800 for Smash for Wii U, and you had over 1,000 for Melee. Wow. What I would love to see, personally, something like that, but you have something for all the Mario Kart games. Okay. Oh, man, I'd be on that. Yeah, competitive Mario Kart, that'd be kind of fun. I'd love to see something like that. Like, you have a tournament. Oh, man, I would tear up some Double Dash. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, but actually, now I'm thinking about to clarify, because pretty much, if there's a Nintendo console, there's a Mario Kart game. Um, I'd say probably just the console ones. So, Super Mario Kart, Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Double Dash, and then um, 7 and then Mm -hmm. 8. Yeah. Okay. That would be kind of awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Any, Any others that you'd like to see? Oh, geez. I mean, now I've seen stuff from uh, All Games Done Quick um, last month. You know, I mean, we've had speedrun, you know, competitions between uh, between players, you know, like, on, and that thing. Um, we've had stuff with Tetris, like, actually competitive Tetris. That'd be kind of cool to see, too. Oh, yeah. That'd get I, I've, I've seen some crazy Tetris players, and I, I don't under <laughs> My brain doesn't work that fast to watch it. I don't understand how their brain works fast enough to play it like that. Um. But yeah, that that would be very cool to watch. I'd be good um, to level twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> After that, my brain just goes no. Actually, I think it'd yeah. be more like um, pardon me, oh, uh, more like a, like a Tetris attack from like the DS. Okay, okay. Well, there really isn't much of like like a speed differential, but it's more you keep making the piles, and then whatever piles you make that just a- gets added to your opponent's. Like, oh, it's stack. back to oh, okay. it's back to me and Charlie playing in high school on the uh, right. Yep. On the two-player Game Boy with the link cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like that, something like that, like the puzzle fighter, that'd be yeah. kind of cool, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep, definitely. Cool. Go, what about you? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. I mean, obviously, I want a Forza tournament just so I can go in and get my ass kicked by way better drivers. Because, um, I mean, there, there's there's got to be better people. 
Like, I know there is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm decent, but I'm not professional by well, any standards. Well, presu- no, I'm not saying this to be demeaning. I'm just saying I, mm. I presume that you're not number one on all the global leaderboards. So, no. yeah. <laughs> so you would like <laughs> to actually get in the same room as these people is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. And just steal all their secrets. Uh. <laughs> there you, okay. Well, I'm sure there'd be more than, I'm sure there'd be people that'd be willing to share like, you know, their, their tips and mm-hmm. tricks. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing about a community that you would, or at least that you would hope you would, that would come oh, out of a community. Oh, the community is awesome. Like we all swap setups and stuff like that. If somebody's got a sub that works and all that, like we'll, we'll sell it to you dirt cheap back and forth, stuff like that. You yeah, tell exactly. Them how it's done. Yeah. It's really cool. I think a, a tournament would be amazing. Sure. Just like a, a round robin <clears throat> short circuit. Cause there's some long, Longer circuits on there. Uh, no Nuremberg circuits. <laughs> Nine minute laps. That sounds long to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so almost like almost like a tag team thing where like you do a couple laps and somebody takes over kind of a thing. Yeah, you can or, do that, or or even just like you know like you do a race, you know, and then just do brackets. Oh yeah. sure, okay. Then it just brackets down. So aside from racing games, is there any other any other kind of games you'd like to see? In the um, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of fun like <clears throat> weird games I'd like to see. Um, like a tournament of, like probably a parkour tournament uh, for Assassin's Creed. Oh, but you're you're saying like a real life parkour kind of a thing? No, or in the are game. you saying? Oh, okay, okay. In the game. I was like, that's Ninja Warrior, but okay, go no, no, on. No, no, in, in the game. <laughs> like it has nothing to do with the story. You just count moves and. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> like set up a parkour, or like you know, like the, the Assassin's Creed parkour. That'd be kind okay. of cool. Like you I... get the, you know, maybe the ninja course. With sure, the... just like some challenge courses. Yeah, and just yeah, mm-hmm. got it, got it. Okay, cool. You know, something weird like that. And then, I mean, obviously, I still want him to bring back the Bubble Bobble uh, World Championship. <laughs> bring back? Yes. This, is, this was the thing? Yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. Holy <laughs> I can't tell if you're kidding. I don't know if I'm kidding either. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure I've seen something about it. In fact, you know, now, now, now we mention it, you know, especially with the whole, like, idea of, like, a grassroots community um, doing stuff. I mean, there there have been a lot of interesting ones that I've seen. Um, I mean, you have the speed run. You got all the speed run... Um, Folks, they're they're doing like their own little races um, to raise money, especially mm-hmm. on like AGDQ and uh, SGDQ. Um, There's actually one I saw from the Binding of Isaac community, and it was uh, they just do races, just like just see who can get to uh, what was it, um, Mom's Heart slash It Lives, just like first to, first to kill that you win that race. Hmm. Oh, that's kind of a cool thing, <laughs> especially when you have like the whole um, the, like the randomizing part mm-hmm. of it too, the whole RNG aspect with the game. It's really cool to see like how how things happen yeah yeah cool um my two that i have in my head they're they're both kind of in the same vein um then they're they're both focusing around uh music rhythm games that that are sort of left their prime but um the first one is that um i I wish that uh when when like rock band was like in its heyday i would have loved to have seen like rock band battle of the band style tournaments where you know to enter you have to be the full band you have to have like you know a person on every instrument but then your heart is to find a keyboardist (laughs) uh well we were hanging out with one last night (laughs) Um, but, right. <laughs> uh, but in addition to that, um, also be scored on your stage performance. Um, you know, your, your actual, uh, you know, your, your stage presence oh. while you're performing. So it's like, you know, you, you there's the score that you're actually getting in the game, but then you also get a, a judged, uh, so like a, yeah, stage presence, a mock rock thing from like high school. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, I just, I'm kind of sad that that never happened because, um, we would have kicked some ass. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been awesome. <laughs> Man, we would totally be ringers though. Like me, Charlie, like we have like. 
professional musicians in a Rolodex and just be like, hey, you want to go make some money real quick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dibs on vocals. <laughs> um, yeah, that, so that, that would have been fun. And then the other one is um, just because... Um, just because I think it would have been cool to watch is I, I know there have been like DDR competitions with mm-hmm. like one on one. Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen like, you know, you, you know, when you go to like those like uh, like uh, like Dave and Buster's or wherever yeah. like game works and you've mm-hmm. got like the in those those indie, you know, like the the like the, the indie car racers. We've got the pods with people driving the cars and there's like 10 or 12 of them all up in a row. Yeah. I would have liked oh. to have seen DDR like that. So it's not two people dancing on the stage. It's like literally like 12 oh, or 15 so you or whatever. Want, you want you got served DDR. Um, like DDR river dance is what I'm yeah. looking for here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think that would have been cool to see because especially when, you know, when you get into like those high level players where they have to hold on to the bar behind them because mm-hmm. their feet are moving so fast. Yeah. Um, seeing like essentially what would what would amount to like a dozen people doing that in unison mm-hmm. if you can find that many people who can you know are that good at it in one uh-huh. point yeah, one time yeah, that's gonna be loud oh there's a handful well now. yes but um <laughs> i just think that would have been really cool to see um so th- those are the two that i can think of Every, everything else that comes to mind is either doesn't i don't think would translate well in the tournament or has already been mentioned mm. um but uh but yeah so, uh, you guys have any any others you want to throw out into the ring before we move on to any, see what our listeners thought? Any game that is randomly generated with an infinite amount of levels and the tournament is to beat the game. Um, <laughs> don't die. How about that? <laughs> no, no. You have to beat the game. That's the kicker. You never have to pay anybody. <laughs> so, last one standing? Is that the idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just physically have to Literally beat the standing <laughs> because yeah. everyone else has passed out at this point. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think for me, I think there's a lot that I've already seen that, like, I like what people are doing. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wish there was, like, more of an, like, official, like, insert game hero league. Like, an official, like, <clears throat> like, like a tournament, like, season for, like, certain games. Um, I mean, like, with last last year with uh, Street Fighter Four, we had the whole Capcom Pro Tour going on. Like, I kind of wish there were, like, more things like that, but, like... Two ring I mean, tournaments that actually come to your town, so you even like, travel across the planet to get to them. Well, more like more or even like qualifiers at the very least, just like they have like a qualifier for like a like a, like a big like a big tournament at the end of the year. So you want the wizard the movie to be real? Yep. <laughs> we essentially. I mean, let's face. I mean, let's face it. We. I mean, we kind of. When you really think about it, you kind of have that already. I mean, especially with the whole season thing that like that Dota two and League of Legends yeah. do already. Yeah. Um, right, right. And yeah, especially like I said, with Capcom doing that with for uh, Street Fighter Four at the end of the year, which that was that was fun to watch. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm still not big on Street Fighter Four anymore, but that was just kind of entertaining to watch yeah. that happen and unfold. Um, but I like, I love to see that kind of thing, like have like, or at the very least, you know, try to have like developers that would like to make a competitive game, then they're willing to back it with all these different um, like tournaments and everything, and then just have those giant finals with like the best of the best at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be very cool to see. All right, so that's what we thought. Let's see what you guys had to say on the matter. Okay, so before we get on with the mailbag, uh, you know, normally when Goat is out of the studio, um, you know, we, we do uh, a segment we like to call a Goat Remote. Which is um, so weird that I'm here and someone else isn't for the first time ever. I know. Um, and so this week instead, um, with uh, with John being away, here is uh, this week's installment of uh, Fallon Afar. Hello, Gamerhead Radio listeners. It is the Fallon Flynn. 
down here with uh, Flynn Afar in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for Shock Pop Comic Con this uh, wonderful Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, checking in with you guys, uh, Goat, Charlie, and uh, Brian, of course, uh, to uh, let you know that I'm down here thinking about everybody. And I'm down here eating all the tasty food and drinking in some sunshine. That's the other thing. I'm down here. It's warm. It's sunny. I'm just uh, I'm trying to live it up for everybody in Chicagoland that uh, that can't enjoy a little bit of sun right now. It's probably about 65, 70 degrees. I feel like if I keep describing the weather, you guys just think we're just going to vote, like, kick me off the show because it's so damn nice out here that everyone's going to be just holding up no, a collective middle finger. No. Um, it's been an interesting weekend. Met a lot of interesting people. Uh, you know, got the gamer head word out to, to all the, the lovely folks in Florida here and got drunk with a couple of members from Miami Vice. It is as weird as it sounds. It was fucking funny. I'll tell you that story on the show next week when I come back. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, I hope you guys are having a good show. I uh, hope everybody at home listening is having a good time. I miss you guys. I love you guys and I'll see you soon later. Okay, so that was uh, that was uh, John doing his Flynn afar uh, apparently. Um, so th- thanks, John, for checking in. Um, and uh, that is so weird to be on this end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and damn you for getting drunk with the people from Miami Vice because that that's just pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. So so Wait, that's not a normal thing. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I'm hanging out with the wrong people. Uh, okay, so. Um, Moving on. Uh, so the mailbag question of the week was: um, if you, uh, you know, if you were able to come up with your own, um, you know, video game tournament, what kind of games would you put into it? And um, so first, we have uh, our friend Carlton um, writing in. To, his suggestion is Barbie Horse Adventures. I, I never played it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't comment on that one. Um, and then, and then, um, really, and really, you can't comment on that one. No, I can't. Did it, did, I get it. Did it, did it slide past you while you were playing Hannah Montana? It must have. Yeah, it, it must have. Just uh, just went under the radar. <laughs> so you stop at Hannah, huh? You just can't can't go Barbie. Um, Too much pink in the room between the ponies and Hannah. Yes. <laughs> Jerk. Okay. <laughs> and then he also suggested the Ridge Racer. So coming in with the idea of oh, having some. Yeah. Oh, Ridge Racer is such crap. Ridge Uh-oh. Racer. It's like somebody takes a giant spike and stabs it to the center of your car, and they're like, you can turn now. I'm like, right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's the goat's feelings in the matter. Um, so uh, Mitch uh, suggests Super Meat Boy. That would be an interesting tournament to watch. That would be, be a bloody tournament to watch. <laughs> well, yes. And um, also a Bushi- nice race. That'd be great. Yeah. And sure. then also a Bushido Blade. Um, yes. Like, again, Bushido Blade, Bushido. No, that, that's the one that, that's very like... Um, Real. Yeah. Um, like Sega. one, hit, like one hit, you die, kind of. Yeah, Sega. Yeah, right? Right. Sega, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I just remember as a teenager, not definitely not <laughs> drinking underage and playing that with my not <laughs> definitely drunk friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> asterisks noted. Um, uh, yeah, that would that would be interesting to watch. Um, friend from what the Grok Adam McCrimmon uh, suggests. Um, I have no idea if this is done anywhere already, but co-op first-person shooters um, like Left for Dead, Borderlands, and Portal, etc., with points awarded for time completion rates and style. Now, of course, we have first-person shooter tournaments in general, but um, I don't think there's co-op. <clears throat> you know what? Actually, um, co-op. I haven't seen anything like that, like for like Portal or anything. Um, Back when I was in college, though, when we did uh, LAN parties, we did like Left for Dead. Wow, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we did Left for Dead tournaments, and that was uh, that was fun. Um, so I mean, I th- I think that's viable. Yeah, it's, it seems easy enough to do, um, but especially when you put when you throw style into mix, like if there was a judging panel, and um, you know, for for uh, only know, if for they do it like ice skating. Like that. 
like hold up the number yes. kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Actually, I'm now, now that you mentioned it, I'm surprised we haven't seen like anything big from Valve for like a like a Team Fortress Two tournament. Yeah, I'm that's really a really good point. That. Now that you mentioned it, yeah. Especially you know, especially with all the hat money, you yeah. can make that shit <laughs> yeah. rain. <laughs> yeah. There's got there has to have been one. That would be awesome if they do that. There 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 must have been one. It just must have been under our radar right now because that that's that yeah that seems like too. I easy. hope it's under our radar because I ho- I really hope there is something there. Yeah, because that'd be awesome to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, look forward to Lesser bringing on the pain in the Team Fortress Two yeah. tournament. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only. <laughs> All right, and then as always, we have our friend Songbird uh, writing into the show. Uh, she writes, Dear Technotronicer and Goat and Not-So-Fallon Flynn Brian, uh, Mailbag Answer, considering the nature of these games, I doubt they'd ever become tourney-worthy. Holy yeah. shit, it actually says that. Yeah, yeah no, that's, uh, yeah, that's... I didn't make any of that up. <laughs> um, but I'd, I'd think just to shake things up or at least have something like this just for fun would be a minigame tournament where people could compete against each other in minigames that may come from any game like WarioWare yeah. to Tekken Ball. Um, that or we to be evil, that. you could have a Mario Party tournament. Which no, no, no. Hold on, no, whoa, hold. No. The, fir- the first, the, actually, the first one. I I will get into details about that one later on. <laughs> when you, uh, like, the one she, the first one she mentioned, the the, the mini game tournament. There's something similar we do in Chicago. Oh, oh, this is the thing. Yes. Well, why don't we get <clears throat> into it now? I'll put it this way. Um, for a lot of the uh, the fighting game tournaments we we have, um, there for Chicago specifically, there's a there's a group of people. Um, I know them personally, and they set this up for the major ones. So like last year for like um, ultimate fighting game tournament for um, Frosty Faustings in Chicago for uh, for the upcoming one in uh, Combo Breaker in May, they have a mystery game tournament, and every round it's a different it's a different game you got to compete in. Oh, nice! And it's not just fighting games. Like it could literally be any game. It could be anything. You don't know what it is. That, is that's, that awesome. sounds like the um, the thing that they do at. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but at least initially at PAX they had like the Ultra Megathon or something like that, where they had like the the tournament of like all like the secret random games. Um, do you, remember, do you know what a, I'm talking about? Uh, not exactly, but it sounds just like that. Yeah. In fact, like like literally last year for Grand Finals at UFGT, it was don't break the ice. On stage, <laughs> on the main stage, nice. Like that's how yeah. random it got. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. With um, with I think I think it was called the Ultra Megathon or something something like that. I remember at the first packs. I think like one of the levels was like the original Pong, and then like it, like like it, it, like with the with the brackets that you would go through. Oh yeah. And then um, I think I think Jenga was one of the levels, like like real world Jenga. Yeah, um, yeah. We've had yeah, we, yeah. We, we we've had tic tac toe for losers finals <laughs> at Frosty Faustings. That's awesome. Um, yeah. but um. What was it? There, there's just been some crazy ones. Like, but like this mystery game tournament, the guys have like pretty much you name you name the console, they probably have it, and yeah. they probably have something that you can compete in. In that, yeah. <laughs> like we did like boxing on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, where the where the white character was slow, where the white boxer was slower than than the black boxer, and I'm not trying to make that sound like it, like it's a race thing. That's like literally <laughs> that's how it's programmed. <laughs> Like I'm looking, I'm, I'm 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 talking about it from a from an actual color. <laughs> we, we, we we got you going. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, uh, yeah, but no, like random game like that tournament. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that sounds like a lot of fun, especially if you throw like real world yeah. stuff. Yeah, even the with mix. the digital stuff like she's talking yeah. about, that'd be a yeah. blast. Like all the mini games from like Mario Party and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. Although I would like to say that Sunbird obviously doesn't like her friends too much if she's suggesting that's these tournaments. The, that's the thing. I know that there are some <laughs> there are some Mario Party fans out there. 
I just I like keeping my friends. So. I know. So do I. That's why. That's why I watch with a bowl of popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. That is a wise decision. Uh, so Songbird continues. Um, if you don't have you don't have to tell us what happens, but you could name a devastating combo for whatever character. What would you call it? So. Um, I, I, I'm, I, combo for a character. I'm, I'm reading this like it's a, like a fighting game, mm-hmm. and so like this is a, a character in a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I, well, I'll say any you know, uh, presume yeah. any video gaming character. So if they were to have some sort of combo, mm-hmm. what would you name the combo? Any video game fighter. That's guy? how I'm reading the question. That's how I'm. I say I'm just gonna go with any character really. Any yeah, yeah. Any character. video. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, we'll keep it uh, relevant. So any video game character. Okay. They're in a fighting game and they have a combo. Well, let's start with the the guy who knows the most about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, go with knife. Think. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, come on, you've done the show enough. You know, songbirds like, and here's your curveball. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is a good curveball. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of, of video game characters I know of that have not been in any sort of like actual head on, you know, one on one v one type of game. And that list is very short. Um, actually, no. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. I'll go for Crash Bandicoot. Um, and his move and his move actually we'll just call it the twister okay that that, that spin he does yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the twister Uh, I have mine (laughs) oh okay go Uh, Kratos and his combo will be the atheist (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) okay (laughs) um (laughs) You both have good answers. Um, I'm feeling very pressured right now. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Solid Snake, mm-hmm. and his combo would be the cardboard boxer. <laughs> wow. That is that is good and punny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was that was what I could come up with. Uh, <clears throat> See, I would have called it the surprise. <laughs> the exclamation mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Somber then asks, uh, "What video game moves do you find particularly satisfying?" Uh, this is not restricted to fighting games. For me, one of my favorites is the Vanguard Charge from Mass Effect. I know exactly what she's talking about, and I um, <clears throat> yes. yeah, yep, definitely. Um, I got nothing. It's still know, sealed on my shelf. <laughs> Um, at least it's on your shelf, so it'll be. We we, we, we jumped that hurdle. (laughs) Um, you know, uh, I I recently got a um, an amp in uh, Sunset Overdrive, um, where it's see it's not it's not it's not really a move, but I'm gonna use it anyways. Um, where uh, it's a it's a weapon amp, so when you apply it to the weapon, um, randomly some uh if uh, so so the amps in uh, Sunset Overdrive will will cause sometimes sometimes various effects will happen on kills with the weapon, and in this particular one, um, sometimes your kills will result in a small nuclear explosion. <laughs> Like mushroom cloud, just like, like, small like, one, like right? like a like a four <laughs> like four story, which in you know in relation to a real mushroom cloud is small, yeah. But um, yeah, like a four story like mushroom cloud, and um, so it, it's very satisfying when one of those goes off. Um, <laughs> nice. It's it's akin to um when you shoot off one of the um one of the mini nukes in Fallout Three, same kind of thing. Mm. Um, the uh, the the big difference in that um there's no self damage in Sunset Overdrive, so mm. you can be standing in the middle of one of those things and you're fine. <laughs> Not the case in Fallout. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that is that is particularly it, it it does make me smile when one of those goes off for sure. Um, See now you just gave me this idea or like this whole visual of like both characters in Fallout and the one character going fuck. 
fuck? And the other guy going, what the hell is his problem? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, so what about you guys? What do you, what do you, what do you have? Let's see. Satisfying moves in video games. Hmm. I'd have to say... And it's hard. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's really nothing that I'm like, yes, I like that. Other than, like, maybe anything that involves, like, breaking someone's neck is a final part of a combo. Ooh. Okay. All right. You know, because it's like that, that, you're like, he's done. Yeah. I know he's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Good. Brian, got anything? Ooh, you know what? I'm going to go back to Infamous Second Son. Okay. Um, one of the, I don't know, have either of you played it? At all? Have not. I've seen it. Okay. How, how, <laughs> how, do you mind if I spoil a little bit? Uh, I'm just gonna go like this. <laughs> go ahead. My fingers. Okay. Firmly <laughs> lodged in my earlobes. Well, pretty, pretty much, it's it's um one of the ability one of the abilities you get, and uh, and he's humming too. <laughs> um, That's the no spoilers hum. Yeah, I know. So, the ability being uh, the TV ability. And, of course, you get it from this guy, Eugene, and he's, like, big on, like, D&D and everything. Yeah. So, one of the special attacks you can do with it is that you have all these, like, angel-slash-demon-looking things. Like, they look like they're, like, from a video game. You can just have them crash down on whatever the hell you're attacking. Mm. Oh, like the ultimate finisher thing? Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, like a finisher. Like, if you have, like, enough of um, whatever Paragon or mm-hmm. um, Renegade meter you build up, it's just, like, I saw that I'm, like... That's beautiful. And then you have the other one where you can summon the minions to help yeah. you fight. I'm like, I love it. So you just like like total awesome destruction. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, I think any of the any of the like the special like final final moves that final each of the moves? yeah like a- any of the abilities have. Okay. They're just they're just so good, to, awesome to watch. Okay. <laughs> Successfully heard none of that. That's fine. <laughs> we actually said nothing. It's just dead silence. Um. Well, you jerks. <laughs> uh, so, Brian, that was a fantastic answer. I'm assuming <laughs> it was. It was really good. Uh, so, finally, uh, Songbird asks stuff uh, words with, in the form of a question. Um, it's all in the presentation. Uh, when entering an arena. You usually have some special effects, music, and whatnot to announce your arrival. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so, how would your grand entrance play out? Seriously, you're going to ask a production manager this? Yes. We've got Dude. how much time? <laughs> 30 seconds, go. Oh, God. Let's see. Your standard entrance would be WDBE style, at least 50 screens, probably 450 pounds of pyro, a lot of, a lot of like bass drops and metal, and then me just flipping off the crowd. <laughs> okay. You didn't say lasers. I'm a little surprised. You lasers were so last year. Video screens is where it's at now. My, my, mine has lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could put geysers in there. I mean, CO2 geysers, does that work for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, that, we'll, we'll do that. We'll alternate. A little geyser, a little bong bang. <laughs> but I figure if I get an unlimited budget, fuck it, let's get a pyrotechnician blow up a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how about you? Um, I would also go for a WWE-styled uh, like intro um. Hey, yeah, I have the giant screens, you know, showing off everything that I've done. Uh, specifically- whoa, whoa, that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> you people and your minds in the gutter and everything. But um, wait, there's somewhere else besides the gutter. Okay, whatever. What, <laughs> but um, 
but definitely have like something like Judas Priest playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about lines of the gutter, apparently. <sighs> wow, does that tie directly in with what the things you've done? <laughs> Okay, continue. <laughs> Actually, I specifically want an electric guy playing in the background, but that's just me. <laughs> All right, so we got two wrestling intros. Hell yeah. It's John checking in. Um, Charlie. has got chicken? <laughs> is that what you said? I, said? I said John was checking in. Oh, I thought he, he said John's he, got chicken. He may also have chicken. <laughs> swear to God. You were just like, John's got chicken. I was like, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll do with some good in Florida. Yeah. Um. Wow. I mean, yeah. So, 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 so. I would. I mean, like, just just because it's it's really. I mean, it, it is the quintessential entrance mm-hmm. style. Again, yes. it would be WWE style. They have mastered the entrance. Yeah, there is yeah, no have. denying that. Yep. Uh, mine, of course, would be um with you know would be lots of dubstep and lasers <laughs> and uh, fog. You know, to accentuate the lasers and fireworks. Um. And pyro. Lasers. The technical term is pyro. E- e- even when they're like fireworks, it's still called pyro. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Pyrotechnics. All right. Anything that shoots out of a thing and goes pop, bang, fizzle with gunpowder is a pyrotechnic. Okay. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make oh, to, to, to clarify, not like flame geysers. I mean, mm, specifically. no. And we're not shooting your dog out of any pipe. So. Ha! <laughs> My dog's name is Pyro. Um, be amazing. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, that would, no, we, that would not be amazing. That'd be horrible. <laughs> Charlie, when we said pyro, that wasn't it. I'm pretty sure Pete is going to call you. <laughs> oh, oh, my poor dog. But if you air stand. shoot him and you catch him, that'd be pretty slick. I mean, he'd probably have a stream of urine all the way to you. <laughs> Which, hey, whatever, liquid fun. This has gone so wrong. Get my audience involved. No, no, oh, God, no. Oh, Jesus. All right, so fireworks, pyro, yep. Um, no, and no, no, I'm just just to prevent any confusion. I'm taking out the pyro. No pyro. <laughs> He's probably outside the door right now, going, "You're calling me. I hear my name." Um, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, that is not the voice I thought that would go to pyro. No. Then again, I thought for the longest time Lesser had the voice of Hulk Hogan, but <laughs> but you're wrong. <laughs> Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> you haven't even said brother this entire time. Brother. <laughs> there, I said it. Anyway, there's, there's sorry to derail your entrance, no, Charlie. That, that's okay. And um, and I would, I would, I would come in in a, in, in a jetpack just because a limited budget. Why the hell not? And I'm being stared at. Why am I being stared at? No, actually, I can see it. I can see it. The safety. What? Why don't you just get some rigging and drop down? No, gotta have a jetpack. The insurance company's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going for realism here. No, but still. <laughs> All right, fine. It'd be a fake jetpack for the insurance company. <laughs> Just, I know you. You'd be the guy. Be like, check out the jetpack. I modified it with Google. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's still in beta. <laughs> Oh, shit. That may or may not have happened. Um, okay, so thank you, Songbird, for your questions, and thank you, everybody else, for that uh, responded to your, our mailbag question. Um, you, you, are, you are the light of our lives. We, we appreciate you all. Thank you very much. Technically, you're the text of our show, but whatever. <laughs> yes, that. 
Um, all right. So, uh, Brian, um, do you have anything coming up that you would like to share with our listeners? This is your opportunity to let them know uh, whatever you would like to let them know. Okay. So in May, what was it, 15th through 17th, I will be at uh, Anime Central doing a panel with a couple friends called... Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, doing a panel called uh, Revolution of Evangelion. It's going to be a compare contrast between the original anime that aired in the 90s versus the new movies that have been coming out. Um, they're basically retellings of the uh, of the old story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will. I will be there for that. If nothing else, that sounds fantastic. Cool. Um, right now, tickets are uh, fifty three dollars until April first. Then it's and that's for the weekend pass, correct? That'd be for the whole weekend. And what, um, what day is your panel on? We don't know yet. Um, basically, right. the best <laughs> thing I can always suggest is to check the program. Check um, what was it? Uh, there's a guidebook app. We've got stuff for that. Um, it, it, it seems like it's a thing with anime conventions that the panel schedule doesn't go up until like two weeks before the convention. <clears throat> but on top of so. that, though, the, the best thing though that I've, that I've seen, especially with Guidebook, is that it's really good to have the app um, because there could be last-minute changes that sure. occur. And more often than not, it'll be, they'll be updated. Um, weekend afterwards, um, so that's Memorial Day weekend, May 22nd through 24th, I'll be at Combo Breaker, which is the new Chicago fighting game major. Um, pretty much same location. Goat, you're looking at you're looking no, at this like <laughs> Goat. Are you okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, so thirty five dollar venue fee, ten dollars per game that you want to enter. There's like twenty games the guy wants to throw in there. So one you're entering be- all of them, right? No, God, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just gonna do like Guilty Gear, and that's it. But um, that's where the mystery game is gonna be. The mystery okay. game tournaments oh, okay, cool. gonna be um, they're adi- he's adding a, a couple of retro tournaments as well. Um, we might so- have to sign uh, might have to sign Brian up for uh, Team Gamerhead for that. Maybe, maybe, unless you're already uh, unless you're already <laughs> affiliated to a, to a. No, there's no affiliation <laughs> just yet. Um, actually, no. You know, what? I should wear the Gamerhead shirt though on the Saturday. Nice Saturday. That would be awesome. Um, speaking of uh, shamelessly plugging podcasts, <laughs> no, actually, no. I'll be. I'll actually. I'm gonna bring the shirt to Evo as well. So Evo is gonna be July 17th through the 19th, Las Vegas and Bally's in Paris. Um, this is a really weird place, by the way. Oh, what do you yeah. mean Bally's in Paris? Yeah. <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, Bally's in Paris. It's a weird layout of a building. <clears throat> well, I'll find out when I get there. First time going. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna second be- time caller. What's up? First time going, second time caller? Yeah, just about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to go there. Um, it was like $70 for the for the entrance fee, which it's is funny. Evo. Yeah, I know. It's Evo. Yeah. It's Evo. It's Vegas. But um, what the $70 gets me is access to both um, to both like ex- the exhibitor hall and the tournament hall for Friday and Saturday. And then I get guaranteed seating in the tournament hall for finals on Sunday. Nice. That's so not I a bad see... price for three days of awesome. Exactly, and then it was like it was that, or it's like fifty dollars for the viewing hall, which is across the room, like across mm. the the area. So I mean, you'll get a live feed of everything that's going on, and then it's like ten dollars per game. So, nice. what is it with ten dollars per game? Is it like the standard? The, what it is that the that money is going towards uh, like the like the like the cash prize. Oh yeah, I know. It's just weird. The ten dollars seems to be the running price for entry. Yeah, I know. That's a nice round number. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's not too cheap. It's not too expensive. Yeah. yeah. Just a nice, good help. Yeah. Slap it a Hamilton down, play some games. Very nice. Um, exactly. we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to catch up with you um, yeah. um, around and see, see all that went. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. Um, my, I forgot to mention, um, for ASIN, if you want more information on how to register or, ju- or just to register, um, ASIN.org. 
If you want to know more about uh, Combo Breaker, go to combobreaker.org. Um, you'll find the full list of games there, tournament mm-hmm. rules, exact location. In fact, I might have forgot to mention that was um, Crown Plaza, O'Hare, in uh, Rosemont. So okay. pretty much I'm going to be in the exact same area for two weeks in a row. Okay. Um, for Evo, go to evo.shoryukin.com. Okay. Excellent. I okay. foresee a, uh, a lesser on location for Evo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay. Goat, uh, do you have anything coming up? Not really, no. I'm still kind of playing James Bond. Um, there's things and stuff, but nothing really of noteworthy yet. I'm just kind of laying low. So I guess I could officially announce that like Needles is no more, so that's why I don't talk about that. Yeah. We folded that uh, brand. Rest in peace, 29 Needles. Yeah, it was fun. It was awesome. Sorry to hear it, though. That yeah. is. That's a shame. Bands come and go. Not a big deal. You know me, I'm always working. May 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 it give birth <clears throat> to something greater. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's stuff in the works. I just not ready for public ears yet. Sure. sure. Cool. Uh, on my end, um, I just like to uh, remind everybody or or inform you if you hadn't caught the news that um, Gamerhead Radio now has merchandise available for your consumption. Um, you can go to uh, gamerheadradio.com and um, up at the top you'll see a store link, and from there you can buy. Uh, what what did I do? What did I do? Consumption. Who the hell eats shirts? There are people. <laughs> <laughs> like is how consumption the word there? Have to be? Oh, how fucking hungry or how fucking stoned are you to do that? Actually, no, no, I like this idea. Keep eating our shirts, and then we'll, we'll then buy a new one for your next meal. You know how people who buy things are called consumers? Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, right, two meanings. I know. It's just <laughs> he's just looking at me like consumers. <laughs> Oh. Anyways, <laughs> you, the consumer, can go to either GamerHeadRadio.com and click the store link at the top, and then um, you'll see um, we have uh, t-shirts for uh, the low, low price of $15, and uh, really, uh, really high-quality, like, weather and, like, uh, like water-resistant stickers available for $2. Um, and uh, so, yeah, um, this is, uh, you know, purchasing this merchandise uh, does nothing but help out the GamerHead coffers so that we can... Um, you know, we can uh, buy some new gear and um, and uh, take you know, this show on the road. Yeah, yeah, and uh, try and uh, just improve the overall experience and be able to expand into other kinds of merchandise. If there's anything, you know, we, we did the survey before and you guys um kind of let us know what you'd be interested in. So we started with the the stickers and shirts, um, but um, you know, being able to move on to the other things that we would love to offer you guys um, depends God on pieces. these things. Selling well, so um, you know your uh, your support is greatly appreciated. So uh, and then also you can go to um, just re- actually right on our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com backslash gamerhead. Um, there's um, you know amongst the tabs like photos and about and all that. There's actually um, I think it's either products or merchandise, and you can actually also just shop right there on the on the on our Facebook page. And uh, so yeah, yeah, it's all good stuff. Um, also, uh, briefly I'd like to mention um, uh, once again, thank uh, Penrose Brewing Company, Geneva, Illinois, for their uh, kind uh, contribution of the brewery tour passes that we gave away at our live show last weekend, along with all the other uh, all the other great stuff that we uh, gave away to our various um, attendees and question askers. And so, for my uh, my beer of the week, I'd like to. Um, recommend uh their spectral um imperial stout uh, that uh, has uh, chai spices in it it's um it's different than uh than any other imperial stout i've ever had just because of like the little uh, you know like a little bit of a um like it's like nutmeggy and cinnamony kind of i guess um but a uh, it's kick. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a spicy kick in there, and um, also if uh, if that sounds good to you, and if you're in the Geneva area, um, Penrose is going to be releasing on I believe 
Um, go to Penrose.com, uh, PenroseBrewing.com for uh, more information and confirmation of this. But I believe it is the 28th, if that's a Saturday. Um, yes. Yep. They are going to be releasing um, uh, two different variations of their Spectral Imperial Stout um, uh, uh, bottled and aged in bourbon barrels. Um, and then one of them, well, that's an iteration with like cocoa nibs and um, and some other things going on in there. And um, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm particularly excited about that. And um, there may also be um, a, a little talked about um, but available uh, uh, VIP tickets available where you can get in for um, a breakfast provided by Nobel House, which is... Um, uh, also found in Geneva, Illinois, make some excellent food. They're going to be serving breakfast along with some uh, further, uh, with a flight of various iterations of the Spectral Stout, including one aged in wine barrels. And um, there's there, there's four different iterations that um, that you'll be able to get with your VIP ticket, which um, I believe are going for $40, and we will be available this coming Tuesday at the Tap Room. Um, so yeah, Penrose, oh, they make great stuff, and um, I, I have yet to have a beer from them that I didn't like so much, in fact, that I recently, the other day, checked into my um, 100th Penrose beer on Untapped the other day. I've had more Penrose beer than any other uh, any other brewery, and so that, that should tell you uh, what, what I think of them. So yeah, that's it. That, that's for my uh, beer of the week. And um, so before we close out the show, gentlemen, is there anything else you'd like to throw out there? Anything else we didn't uh, cover? I can't think, I think of anything. we're probably Go pretty good, right? No, I think we've, we've covered everything. Excellent. Um, okay, so then if you like what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I'm at T-E-K Charlie, Goat is at Sir Ghostworth, John is at The Fallon Flynn. Uh, Brian, do you tweet? <clears throat> kind of, sort of. Um, I'm at ThunderFGC, so if you want to talk to me about fighting games, if you want to talk to me about deck building for card games... Things like that, just hit me up. That's something I wanted to ask, Brian. Where did your underpants go on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that show smooches shorts? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, because um, uh, you, are, you are still Thunder Underpants on Twitch, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes he's and always been the Thunder Underpants, and then the other day I checked, and I'm like, the yeah. hell is he going commando? <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it, actually, yeah. <laughs> Bare bones, strip it down a little bit. What, what is simple? What is the FSG in Thunder FGC? FSG? is a uh, fighting game community. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So you're so you're just affiliating yourself with that yeah. community. Got it, got it. Cool. Um, email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at uh, 94926-GAMER. That's 949-264-2637. Um, and uh, you know, if you if uh, if you have anything you'd like to say, if you'd like to yell at us about something, if you'd mm-hmm. like to compliment us about something, it's mm-hmm. entirely possible that whatever you leave on that voicemail is going to make it onto the show. So uh, yeah, you can be a part of Gamerhead Radio. Uh, download the official Gamerhead Radio app from Google Play on Android, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or your podcast downloader of choice. And with all that being said, this has been Gamerhead Radio. Thank you for listening. <laughs> So this is the Google Voice transcription of uh, John's voice, John's uh, 
Fallon Afar. Right? Is that right? Fallon I, Afar? I think that's what we said we was going for, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we can do that. Um, hello, Gamerhead Radio listeners. It's the Fallon Plan. <laughs> Done here with the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> We've already lost Brian. <laughs> oh, <God>, what? <laughs> Done here with the clinic far in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for Shock Pop. Click on this wonderful down for the weekend checking in with you go guys. Go to Charlie and Brian's course to but you know that I'm down here thinking about everybody. I'm down here. E. Not the case. You don't lose drinking in some sunshine. Us the other day. I'm down here. <laughs> it's more. It's sunny. I'm just trying to leave it up for everybody in Chicago and that I can do if it a little bit signing up for that 65, 70 degrees. I really like your doing. I'm sorry. I really like your driving, whether you guys, the state, we've got about the take me off the show because I'm so damn nice. <laughs> 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 out, out here that everyone's gonna be sweets well like, we do have some sweets like, yeah. like, like no like sweets in a hotel <laughs> um, okay so what kind of course were we talking about with me beforehand I uh, hope you have a collective middle finger <laughs> finishing weekend met a lot interesting people you know that Again, oh the word out to solve the local folks that we were here and got drunk and got drunk with a couple. Period. I can tell. Numbers for Miami Vice. <laughs> it's it is as weird as it's out of the funny. Tell you that story on the cell next week when i come back but yeah that's it i hope you guys are having a good so i hope everybody homes and have a good time i miss you guys love you guys and i'll see you soon later bye wow google finally caught up with the last sentence <laughs> that's a lot of whiskey in one conversation yeah google voice go home you're drunk 